Alright, so I kind of had a revelation earlier today. It's kind of funny to think about. But uh, the revelation was thinking about how other people can influence you when you're about to make a bad decision and you know if you talk to the right person, you can be talked down from that decision. Um, the scenario that brought it up, it's actually it's kind of funny. Uh, me and Ham, we uh, our vice is ice cream at night, man. Our vice is ice cream. So, you know, sometimes I'll be in the store and I'll text him. I'll be like, yo, should I pick up ice cream? And he'll reply with no comment. But I solely text him so he can say no. Because if he says no, I won't buy the ice cream. But if he says anything else besides no, I'll buy the ice cream. So when you think about that on a bigger scale. Yeah, Yo, you want to know something funny, though? What's that? Is that I know that if I don't say no, you're going to buy ice cream. Okay, but... <laughs> But hear me out. So that's the power of influence. That's what I'm trying to get at. You have the power of influence over me and that because I know necessarily I don't want to do it, but you're pushing me. Now, the power of influence can be good and it could be bad because you could influence me to do some good things and you could also influence me to do some bad things like buy fucking ice cream. Yeah. You know, so what I'm trying to get at is I'm starting to learn that if you mean something to somebody in their life, you may be surprised how much influence you can have to make somebody do the right thing or the wrong thing. That's and true. I'll leave you with that. Hmm. Power and influence, people doing the right thing and the wrong thing, and, and the pl- part you have in someone else's life that they care when they care a lot about you. See, what's even more fucked up about that situation is that you could be making a huge impact on someone and you're not even meaning to. You have no idea, too. Yeah. That could be another thing, is you have no idea. Especially with like relationship kind of things. If like someone likes you, uh, if it's not mutual. I mean, I know what it's like to like someone and then not like you back, and then their decisions affect your day-to-day basis, you know? Uh, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, well, that's just being hooked. Yeah. You're not thinking for yourself. Yeah, so, but, but it's their influence. Like, what, whatever, their decisions influence my decisions and how my, my own thought process. Well, that ties a lot into self-awareness because, look, I've done that like five or six times with the ice cream to you, and then today, because I did it yesterday, was the first time that I realized, like, it actually hit me. I mean, sure, that was the message the whole time, but in the back of my mind, I didn't realize that I was like basically trying to get your approval or disapproval if I should do this or not. <laughs> well, and it's kind of funny because that's yeah, it's fucking funny. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, hmm. Self influence. Well, so, we did that a lot in the Marines. I don't know if anybody knows this or who does know this, but me and Ham, where we met, was in Washington D.C. Um, in the Marines, we were like in the honor guard out there. So yeah. We were the pretty boys of the Marine Corps, if you want to call it that, in our dress blues and whatnot. And we would be out there. We'd do these parades and kids and whatnot would see us. And I couldn't even imagine how many people looked at us as role models. And we had the influence and we're like, I want to be a Marine now when I get older. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, yeah I, we, have no, we have no idea how many people we influenced. Dude, and, I legitimately saw myself on TV at a Hefe. Where? Like one of the commercials was showing a Iwo Jima parade. And I saw Captain Beatty, and I was like, oh, shit, that's our platoon. (laughs) Like, no shit. I was like, that's us. There I am. Yeah. No one believed me, though, when I started saying it. I was like, well, dude, I have the proof. Like, I don't have a veterans card or anything like that. So whenever (laughs) I'm trying to get a veterans discount or something, I just go up to my Instagram, and I'm like, here here I am in D.C. Here I am in California. Here I am in Afghanistan. They're like, okay, I get it. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah, How's your stress levels? My stress levels? Yeah. Lately? Yeah. Um... I feel like I'm fucking wired a little bit. Yeah. Um, in a good way. I, I, I feel like what I've been doing is I've been trying to change my thought process um, where I'm not trying to back down to things or try to avoid things or take shortcuts. I'm trying to go head on towards them. And every time I find myself hitting a wall, 
I'm like, fucking hit it again hard today. Yeah. Hit it again hard today. And like, I'm just <clears throat> trying to move forward. And little by little, I'm just like, if you continue to pound and you continue to work your mind in a specific way where, I mean, I'm relating to work more so than anything where I'm like, do good. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Even yeah. though I keep, you know, if I, if I, if I, if I don't excel that day, um, I did make a lot of progress because yeah. I, I was still pushing forward. I might have been fucking burning the tires and it's being in the same place or it mm. feels like that at least. But I know like I'm going up that hill and I'm just trying to get over to the other side. So I'm not like uh, avoiding things or avoiding emotions or anything like that. I'm just trying to be very direct with yeah. myself and everybody else I associate myself with. Well, And I think that me and you are probably both trying to speaking of like overcoming, we're both working on confidence. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And what's always crazy is that I've always imagined myself as being a pretty confident guy. Uh-huh. And now I'm realizing that confidence is just so much more. And yeah. relating this to the power of influence is that when you have like absolute confidence in yourself where you believe that no matter what is in your way, you're going to fucking push through and be successful, that that kind of confidence just bleeds all over the place. You know, like with our boss, for example, it's like, he has so much confidence that him just speaking with his charisma is like, well, the, here, here's, 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 here's the best example I can give you. So we, we do the job of, of trying to sell personal training and our boss was so convincing when he spoke that even though I knew, even if it was me in a gym and I didn't know who he was and he came up to me, yeah. like he would influence the fuck out of me. Yeah. And me knowing what I do to other people, I'm like, well, fuck, maybe I can influence them like that. But it's also like, I don't know if I'm not that good. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like you have to embarrass yourself for a little while. Yeah. To, to get over that and, and subside like the, the yeah. thing of fear. Because we're afraid of denial, for one, and we're afraid of making ourselves look bad. Mm-hmm. But in all retrospect, if you go into a situation saying, I know I'm not going to look bad. Yeah. Then you're probably really not going <clears> to <throat> look bad. But you have to believe that. You can't just yeah. say. And, and if anybody's listening and if they're saying right now, oh, man, these guys are about to go start talking about sales today. Let me just tell you, say something. Everything in life is sales. You are always being sold to or you're always selling. If I tell Patrick no comment about ice cream when he asked me and he, he gives me ice cream and in the back of my head, if I wanted ice cream, I just sold him on buying ice cream. Every single decision you make and every conversation you have with someone, if you're getting your way, you just sold. Right. If you didn't get your way, that means their um, their decision is sold on you. Right. So and, it's oh, it's everything. And all it comes down to is the questions you're asking and yeah. how you're asking if you're asking them at the right time. And you can kind of manipulate a conversation in a way. Um, not manipulate a person per se, but manipulate a conversation to change the way somebody's you know viewpoints are on certain things. Yeah. Like, huh, I'm looking at it like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like one thing I used yesterday, somebody heard me over talking to a, to a gentleman and I was like, you know, moving out here, I feel like people are a lot more involved physically with their bodies. Um, it's a, it's a, something that's much more pertinent out here. And the reason behind it, this is my theory is versus like back home in New Jersey is that it's, it's warm almost every month out of the year, you know, maybe two or three months out of the year, you can get away with wearing a hoodie and some jeans, but the rest of the year you got your skin showing. So you, you know, you, you, you can't hide in a sweatshirt six months out of the year like you can back home. So I think people take their physical appeal a lot more. Oh, dude, totally. Appreciative out here. Like last time I was in Seattle, uh, like the average person was not very big compared to like Arizona. Like people are a hell of a lot bigger out here just because you don't wear as much clothes. 
you know you're outside and it's hot as hell so the girls either wear like little booty shorts with like spaghetti straps and the guys all wear tank tops and shorts mm -hmm. so if you look skinny as hell in those kind of outfits you look like shit right or if you're fat as fuck you're gonna look like shit so people are a lot more prone to working out out here yeah well you know what's really weird what i'm starting to pick up on about arizona is literally like a beach town it's just not near the fucking beach yeah, there's well there's no different parts. Well, like it's got its same pockets like you would in like a big beach city um it's just we're in the middle of the fucking desert there's even palms or palm trees out here yeah, it's just desert as fuck. It's just desert as fuck. You're like, where's, where, where's, <laughs> the, we ocean? where's the ocean? Why are we here? Now, I always found that like fascinating. It's like you have this whole state of Arizona besides the Phoenix or the, the valley here. Um, you, be, there's not really much besides some nature and maybe a city here, Tucson, Flagstaff. It's Flagstaff, and, and there's and nothing else. Tucson. So it's like one day, whoever it was, was like, hey, this looks like a good area. We should start fucking building. Yeah. And then now you just have this big city in the middle of this state where there's nothing huge. fucking else. It's huge, dude. It's fucking like fit from like diagonal or corner to corner. It's like 50 miles. Yeah. To put, it, to put it in perspective, I think you could fit about, I don't know, two New Jerseys. We tried looking at this one day. Two, two Jerseys into, or, or no, excuse me. You could fit a New Jersey inside of the valley. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 Or a half a New Jersey. It's fucking big. Yeah. What's crazy though is you can get anywhere in the valley like under an hour because the way they have the dynamic unless it's of this at four place set up. Unless it's like four o'clock. Yeah. Then you're fucked. You're trafficking shit here. Yeah. We're selling everybody on moving. Dude, I've really been like trying to really work on my confidence though. I'm going back to this. Like just saying hello to people. I feel like it's so out of like uh, our like I feel like it's slowly dying for people to like just say good afternoon, good evening, good morning to like just strangers walking by. Like people don't say hi as much as they used to to strangers. And it's like now like when I'm walking around, I've, I've been trying to just like just say hi to everybody. Just really focus on just, just saying hello friendly and be and friendly. Hi. Yeah. And it's it's weird when like just thinking about that, I'm like, why is this so difficult? Why It shouldn't be difficult it's to just say hello. It's, it's in between our ears, man. We fucking create this situation this dynamic of like well i wouldn't want somebody to say hi to me so i'm just bothering this person little yeah. do you know that person's having a really fucking shitty day and they just you know they're real self-conscious maybe about being at the gym or they're having a shitty day their boyfriend just broke up with them like hey that little boost of confidence of somebody just saying hi and having a small conversation with you can go a long way so that's like the dynamic where you have to have the confidence mm -hmm. to realize that i can engage in a conversation with you like i am right now and not feel uncomfortable and know that I'm not going to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. either. What's great? Yeah. Like you may be initially, but like you give that energy off to somebody. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, okay. Like it's a, it's a friendly character. Yeah. There's like a happy balance of being confident and not giving a fuck. Right. You know what I mean? Like you just like have to just like not care. Right. And, that, and that's what I'm well, realizing you have more to not and more. Care. You have to not care, I guess, about your, about you. Failing. About yeah, you you can't you can't let failures get in your way. Like, and I know when we fail, and they say hey, you hear oh, how many famous people and actors and athletes talk about it after failure after failure. Eventually, you get to where you're trying to go. And I'm starting to realize that's really the truth. Now, the failures may be a daily fail like failing thing. Yeah. But I'm like I'm really interested to see in how far this can go. Like, where can I get my confidence up to? Yeah. You know, without being like big egotistical, narcissistical yeah. kind of guy, You're trying to keep like the you humility want that, that, down. Yeah, you want to have the, you know. So, I think a good way to go into a conversation would be to go into the conversation not necessarily wanting something from the other person. Yeah. Besides just genuinely trying to see how somebody's doing, which is tough 
if you're not a big fan of small talk. So yeah. how do you how do you make small talk not small talk? Yeah. You got to really actually care. Yeah. You got to look at every individual differently. Like because if I talk to a stranger and I actually if I go in with the mindset I was like I really want to know how this guy's doing today. Yeah. Then I can imagine that it would be a lot more easier to talk to him cuz then obviously you don't just go, "Hey, uh, how's your day?" Like well like obviously you know, fuck, stuttering Stanley. It's it's You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It's uh Stutter and Stanley. Yeah. It's tough. But even um, it's not no, even no, just I see, I want I want to see I want to step back, which is funny is that like I felt like I was a pretty confident guy myself too. Um and I'm not saying I'm not a confident guy, but seeing how much more confident I could be. Yeah, there's some people like Now like okay, like like this is the level, no confidence. This is where we're at, but this is where you can get to. You can go all the and way. And I'm like thinking that you can only go this high. But it's like you can go this fucking high, and we're nowhere clear. We're not. We're nowhere close to that. But at the same time, when you see somebody talk like that, I like to think, why can't I do that? Yeah. What is stopping Patrick from doing that? What's stopping Jacob from doing that? Yeah. It's crazy that a person's confidence, like when it's that high, and not arrogance, but actual confidence. It's um. Those are my favorite. Like kind of people. they're they're game changers when they walk into the room. Right. They it, legitimately like, change the it atmosphere. Spreads. Yeah. It spreads. You're just like holy shit. And, and and the thing is, it's so much easier to be a negative fucking person than it oh, is yeah. to, to to. It's almost like you're rewiring your brain mm-hmm. because it's easy to be a negative person because that shit bleeds all over the place too. How many times yeah. have you had a negative person in, and in everybody your group just feels like and shit. everybody just fucking feeds off of that? They're complaining and then everybody else starts to complain. Versus somebody comes in and be like, "Hey, don't complain. This, this, and that. Like, here's yeah. the bright side to the you know the situation. It's not like." Like, yeah, guys, like, rah, rah, rah. It's, like, genuinely, like, yo, the situation isn't that bad. We can fix the situation. Mm. We just have to fucking get ourselves emotionally attacked to move forward towards Mm. it. And your emotions, like, I'm starting to learn, like, you only have as much control of your emotions as you're allowing yourself to move forward. So the emotions that you feel for love or for fear, like, those emotions are going to stay there until you step on the other you allow yourself to feel more love you allow mm-hmm. yourself to feel more fear you allow yourself to f- fear more failure though that was a mouthful yeah Oof, that was a lot of f's <laughs> <laughs> well dude it's like you also realize that people are fucking sheep you know yeah fucking sheep if one sheep freaks out everybody all the sheep start freaking out but if someone becomes a shepherd and decides to be like this is what they're the fucking direction that we're gonna go they all follow and it's like everybody always says, are you going to be a sheep? And well, and I guess that's really the thing. I think that's what, where our persistency, persistency comes from is that. Persistence. Persistency. Making up words. Anyways, <laughs> where, where it comes from is, Diligence. is that we refuse to not be a sheep. I think a lot of that has yeah. to go with like us going back in the Marines and stuff like that. Like we could have went in any other branch. Yeah. Um, it's like it's a it's a pride thing where we know we're capable of being leaders mm-hmm. but being a leader in the civilian world and being a leader in the military it's the, the it's different but it's the same yeah principle yeah, no, the, as far as principles they're the same it's yeah. principle the same but the way that you have to go about it is different mm-hmm. and i really think at the end of the day if you just go into every and that's another thing i'm trying to grow on if you go into every conversation open-minded because yeah. You going into a conversation with a bad confidence thinking somebody's going to react a certain way based off of a look or your prior experiences, you are just 
judging you're 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 talking yourself out of the conversation before you go into before it. you even have it yeah and Which you're is not, crazy. And then you're not open-minded. Yeah, that's actually and then you're, huge. Then you're no open-minded at that point because you're going into the conversation thinking that somebody's already going to react this way. So why even have the fucking conversation? Yeah. Which is so great. And like that speaks a lot because the more and more and more I talk to the, the variety of types of people and like hear their perspectives, it's like your thought process is just so different than everybody else's. It's like extremely different. Like you, you talk to someone and you're like, obviously you make a judgment on how they look, their first appearance, their first impression. And then you start talking, it's like, oh, this person is completely different than what I've thought. And so like when I like talk to someone new, I've been trying to remind myself, it's like, well, I met this person and they were nothing like what I thought they were going to be. Right. So and then, and then there's people where I'm like, oh, this person's going to be really friendly. And I talk douche. to them and they're fucking the most awful person I've talked to all day. Yeah. And then you look at the guy that looks like angry as shit and you talk to him and you're like, oh, this is the fucking just gentle, nice. g- yeah. gentle giant right here. Like it's weird. So he's so for boys so, trying so, to approach so, girls. So, 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 so we got to come to a conclusion though with this. So what's, what's our move? What's our move? We're, 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 we're trying. So we're talking to 10 people tomorrow. How do we go in with the same mindset to every single person? Well, like what you said, having the open mind. You have to have the open mind that. So, what are you saying to yourself? You're t- you're ten seconds away from about talking to somebody. Five seconds away. What what's running through your mind now? What's the now what, what's or what, what should it be? No, no, no. What? No, not well. Not this very second. What was? Well, I already kind of have a concept of what was running through your mind. Yeah. We just kind of went over that. Yeah. But what would have to be going through your mind in those five to ten seconds prior to make a difference and have the open-minded conversation? That you have you to want be. To? You have to be genuine. You have to be authentic, and you have to be emotionally involved. To like and to prove that to someone else who's listening, because you can tell when someone really doesn't give a fuck about what you're saying, you know. So it, what I should do, or if anybody else is trying to like, especially in, in sales, but if you're talking or meeting someone new, you should approach that with the mindset of having the complete open mind, and that you genuinely care about this conversation that's about to happen, mm-hmm. and genuinely care about the conversation. So it's like before we turn on this podcast, I care about what we're about to say. Whether we're talking about fucking sucking dick or selling fucking franchises or selling personal training, I need to care about it and emotionally involve myself into it. Because then you can actually, f- oh shit. I like the emotional Sorry. attachment. You can, you can feel what I'm saying, no matter what I'm fucking saying. But I think we need to talk harder, like this. Harder to, we need but to talk like this, bro. Yeah, but your fear gets in the way. The fear gets in the way of your emotions and then it takes yeah, over. Okay, okay. so we're having a conversation. We're talking about what we want, but there's, <clears> we're not stopping from anybody in this world listening to this conversation right now. Yeah. We don't know. There are 100 people listening to this episode. We don't know 100 people that just listened to it. Yeah. So there's still 100 people that listen to it. So what does that say about what we're doing here? We're talking with emotion right now. Yeah. Now, when you're talking to somebody, do you feel the same way? No. Right now? Not every time, no. This is, this is, this, this is I think, something we're supposed to capture from this moment. Yeah. Is that if... How, ex- how, how many times have you started talking about the podcast to somebody and you've got excited and you're giving them that energy yeah. and like, they're like, wow, like, that's really cool. Like, yeah. like and you can tell they're generally yeah. like interested, like, oh, this guy's actually got some shit to talk about and say, yeah, cause yeah, you, cause your passion is that's actually showing up. I know. That's the, yeah. So, so the passion is we, we have to go in with the passion knowing that we can help every, we can help every single person yeah. in some sort of way. And every single person can help you. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you said, like the power of influence goes right, both right, ways. Right, right, You have to look at it not uh, as tiers, like not like people are below you or above you, just based off of their physical, like that first like fucking 
that first look, okay, this person's yeah. going to be mean, this person's got to be nice, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And then once you get into conversation, it's like that's their bread and butter. Well, I think you said something very important too of one of the words you said, which was passion and having that passion with your conversation. So when you ask me, what's the mindset should I have? Obviously open mind, but you need to be in caring. And what does, what does really caring mean? To be passionate about something. Right. You know, if you really care about something, that means you're really passionate about it. So if I go up to someone and I have no idea, I need to be passionate about what I'm saying. Because like you said, it's extremely easy if someone's like, hey, what's your podcast about? I can, it's, I can snap into that mode and be like, this is what it's about. And I can speak about it passionately. Whereas if I approach someone and then we're talking about whatever, then it's a lot harder. So I need to be passionate about something. I need to, <clears throat> I guess what I need to be is passionate about whoever I'm talking to. Right. And that I just comes to just being a fucking good guy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think it's almost in a way where we try too hard. It's almost like we're trying to force something instead of just like, I think maybe that is the concept of open mindedness is it's not necessarily not giving a fuck about what other people have to say. It's about not giving a fuck what's leading you up to that point in time. And or it's about giving a fuck about what everybody else has to right. say. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a better way to say that. Yeah. The so, open-mindedness approach. But not letting it affect who you... Well, I, yeah, it's the happy medium, right? Because obviously it's like you shouldn't care about what everybody thinks be, about it, you. It, but, it, it, it should be... I don't want to be fake. Yeah. I don't want to be fake. I want to be authentic when I talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, I hate the feeling of feeling fucking fake. And, and that's where that sales with quotation marks in the air salesman. Well, that's gets like a bad the, rap, right? Well, it's like the high, the idea that like if you come in and you sit in front of me and you're a golf player and I've never played golf before in my life, all of a sudden I'm a fucking golf expert. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that either because I feel like I'm I have enough enough of a diverse type of person where I can relate to somebody in some sort of way that I'm about something I'm actually genuinely care about. Uh huh. Um, now I wouldn't want to run them down to the, like something like, okay, here's a good example of that. If somebody was real passionate about golf, I've never really played golf before or anything like that. Um, my best way to relate to somebody wouldn't be, well, I haven't really played golf before, but I've, I've played sports before and I know how much better you can become at sports because yeah. you're taking care of your body and physical, like physical, that's, that would yeah. be my way of relating to somebody yeah. in that situation. Especially, well, like the mentality behind if right. you're trying to become a professional in golf, if you're right. like, you're working on technicalities and things like that, you can really break things down to find a relation instead of just being like, Oh yeah, I fucking golfed once. Oh, right. Blah, 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 blah. Oh yeah. yeah. And just bullshit your way through. Well, it's not that, which, that, I, which I've done before. Obviously. Well, yeah, no, you have to sometimes because sometimes it's hard finding a commonality well, and, with somebody. And if the person you're talking to is also a fucking bullshitter, sometimes. All right, so let's take this out of the work zone. Now we're fucking just having a nice, genuine conversation with somebody, some random person at the bar or some shit like that. Your open mindedness changes, doesn't it? What? Your open mindedness changes. Yeah, if you do, you walk in front of like a beautiful. 10 out of 10 woman. Confidence starts from a little lacking. You start getting a little fear. And it's the same thing. You start picturing what they're going to say before you even talk to them. Yeah, but you know what's funny with situations like that? Huh? Usually. Dude, don't you ever make that facial expression again. Well, usually. <laughs> like, usually. Usually. It's Man, that. Why the fuck are our phones blowing up? Because we didn't fucking put them on fucking airplane mode. God. Sorry, guys. 
sorry. Damn. Damn. You just fucked me up. I'm sorry, dude. You're talking about girls in the bar. Okay. How do you know they're not thinking that they're they're thinking the same thing most likely that you're thinking? Yeah, I know. So like, how just, many times? It's just like it's just like fucking doing it. Like you, I don't know. All I'm just saying is literally, we have to be the people to push each other. Like sometimes all you need is a little fucking kick in the nuts, not even the nuts in the ass, and you fucking maybe move, not even the ass. And then you move forward, and you're in a situation. It's like oh fuck, like you have to put your like that is the whole concept of 2018 to me is putting myself in uncomfortable fucking yeah. situations. Yeah, because which is crazy. You have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, or you're never gonna get past that fucking situation. Yeah. You know, like it's like the whole thing of fear. Like, like how do you get over fucking jumping out of a plane? You gotta jump, out, jump of out of a fucking, fucking plane. plane. How do you grow your muscles? You fucking tear them up. Exactly. And you let them repair. And it's how do the same get, thing. How do you get over conversation fucking fear? You fucking just have as many conversations as you would you can with as many random people, not caring that if you look like a fucking asshole. As long as you're genuine about the conversation, the other person can be an asshole. But if you're a genuine, you're not. Then you're fine. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. Right. Fuck. God damn, I need to get better at that. Let's go. <laughs> Fire me up, bro. Let's go. Or you want to go? All right. Who's coming on? I'm ready to talk. <laughs> nah, dude. I like it. I like what's going on right now. Feel the energy in the air. Hopefully anybody who's listening feels the fucking energy. But confidence, pride, passion, and just really caring about everybody. See, Even the people the that are assholes, you need to, like you have to care about them. That's why I feel like right now I'm so passionate about my own life and what I'm trying to do and who I want Patrick Solomon to be. That I'm really giving myself, and not that I'm neglecting other people on a personal level, but I've been just I've been trying to take all that extra energy I have and just put it towards myself and not yeah. necessarily other people. See, but that's I mean that's how many times have I said that like if you put yourself as number one, that means you need to be the nicest guy you gotta be you know the uh the caring person the passionate guy the prideful you guy can't cut corners yeah bro. You, if you're trying to be the best version of you that means in all aspects dad brother boyfriend salesman trainer podcaster then you're gonna fucking beat everybody's gonna like no one's gonna hate you because you're being the best person you could be. Right. Unless they're jealous, which people will obviously be jealous. Well, people, that's that's yeah. all. That's their own fault. That's not yours. Yeah. Jealousy. Jealousy. That's a good one. The only time I feel like jealousy is justified, really, is love. Yeah. What do you What do you think about gen? Or excuse me, being jealous versus being envious of somebody else. Do you think they're the same? Uh, they're similar, right? I mean, I'm envious of you because you have a million dollars in your bank account, yeah. or I'm jealous of you because you have a million dollars. In your bank this, they're synonyms. Are they though? Aren't they? You think one's a little bit harsher than the other? I feel like envious is harsher. I feel it. Like, well, no, I'm saying, well, if you're envious of somebody, you could be looking up to them. Well, I think that's what I'm trying to get. Envy, like, like I'm envious that this guy's got. I'm envious of this guy because he's got a Lamborghini and he's got this big ass fucking house, versus saying I'm jealous of this person, like. I feel like envious is putting somebody on a pedestal and kind of like more of a yeah. complimenting way of saying it to somebody versus. Well, I guess that's how you can look at it, but envy is still like. If somebody said they're envious of you. Yeah, I'm gonna take that as a compliment. If somebody said they're jealous of you. I would still take that as a compliment. Would you feel? Did you feel different though? Just just before be, between those two questions. 
Yeah, but you you know you uh, set it up that way. Yeah, yeah I know. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> you set it up that way. Like if you won a million dollars, I'm like, man, dude, I'm fucking jealous. That's awesome. Like obviously I could say it like that, but that's where intent comes through too. But oh, that's the way you're. It's saying all it's about right. what like what is. I, I get you. Let's go to the real the real meat and potatoes of what you're trying to get at with the jealousy thing, is that being jealous can be really fucking un- unhealthy oh, yeah it can but i'm starting to learn setting looking at someone and setting goals no that's the that, thing. that's that's, See, that's, that's what i'm learning is it's it's you got to have role models and i've been very hard on myself about having role models and looking up to people and i feel like i'm starting to be open-minded and realizing that there's other people that are much further ahead of me in life and they're in places that i want to go and they had a way of getting there so why not fucking learn a thing or two from them mm-hmm. versus being like fuck man i wish i was that guy yeah. And they're not doing a fucking thing about it. Yeah. You see? Yeah. You see? You put everything on yourself instead of on other ones. <laughs> Man. You can learn something from everybody. Mm-hmm. So you got a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> dude, your fucking face, dude. You're just like, what? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no girlfriend. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend? I, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I do not. <clears throat> Here's an. Do you it's gonna, want? It's gonna have wait, to wait, wait, wait. Do you want a girlfriend? Sorry, everybody. We're going a little off the trains right there. But it's okay, because this is Life as We Know a podcast. I do not. (laughs) 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 No, dude, I want fucking... I want to fall in love with myself right now. Dude, yeah. Like, not in, like, a selfish way, but I want to just, like, be, like... Or you I'm like, like so, so happy with the person that I became and the energy I've been given and the way I can motivate and pick up people. I want to prove that to myself. So then when I do find somebody and I feel loving and affectionate about them, then I can be like, wow, I am fucking like so glad I can bring this into somebody else's life. Yeah. But I need to feel that way about myself first. I don't hate myself by any means. Me neither. But I want to get myself to a point where it's like 10 out of 10. Yo, this guy is the fucking man. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Wah, 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 wah. We took a little pre-workout before. Well, we went to the gym. Yeah, we so went we're, on. we're on one. We're on one, man. A little bit of methamphetamine. So, what are we? We're about fucking... We're probably not five, deep enough. No, no, I know. We're, no, we're about five... No, I'm not talking like that. We're about five weeks into uh, 2018 18. now. Ah, oh, dude. First off, it's been a rough fucking road these fucking last five weeks. I mean, I'm learning we'll a lot. Set, we'll set, I mean, we're just. But you know how you said it's like we've been putting ourselves in in discomfort, been uncomfortable a lot. Well, if you, you want the proof that we said we were gonna do that, 35, 34, 30, I think thirty-two episode thirty-two. We went on a fucking about an hour rant talking about what we were gonna do this year. I actually want to listen to that one again because we're doing it. So yeah. not as know. much as I want to do with the podcast, but we're doing we're doing a lot. But it's helping. Yeah, it's helping. It's helping the podcast. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I know what you mean. But, like, the adversity just in these last month and a half has been fucking in pretty intense. From, I don't know if anybody, all right. So, if anybody's looking to do a rental properties, it's a lot of fucking work. It's what I realize. Especially when you're doing it just all by yourself and you never don't have any mentors and you're just trying to figure it out. It's a lot of fucking work. 
But I keep telling myself anytime I feel sorry for myself because there's just like a lot of money just leaving my accounts and it's a lot of shit going on and not enough time. I just tell myself, it's like, well, this is just one of the scenes in the movie. You got to have a fucking a down low right. to make the movie look good. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows when you reach the top of the mountain. Right. You know? So it's like, that's, I constantly tell myself that anytime I'm feeling bad, I'm like, if I like, you know, like there's moments where you're just like sitting in your car and you're like, fuck. Well, you know what? what I'm like, this is just a movie scene. Yeah, exactly. It's like a movie scene, but you also have those moments where you're like, fuck. But you have to realize what you're thinking about most of the time where you're saying fuck, you can't do anything about it in that very second or that no, moment. I know. And you just start feeling bad about yourself and it carries over. What I'm trying to learn is that like if I have to take care of something and I can't do it at that second, but I have something else I could take care of at that second. Just do it. Just take care of that and you're not going to – because you're going to fucking fuck yourself in both scenarios if you yeah. worry so much about the other shit you can't do. You're not even going to worry – you're not even going to focus on the shit you can do. Yeah. Dude, I felt like in the last – since November, uh -huh. fucking my maturity has grown a lot. Yeah, I'm 24 now. I'm 25. It's all right, though. Wow. I feel good for my age. I'm kind of glad that I am where I'm at. Um, and I've had my fair share of fuck-ups and learning lessons. And now I'm just trying to, like, fucking start shaving that. Well, what's cool shirt. is that we're doing this, like... We're winging it. Well, and there's no one, like, helping. Well, like... There's no well, one really we help helping us. But we help each other. Yeah, but there's no like, like for where we are in our lives and where we come from, we're fucking leaps and leaps and bounds. Yeah, you know. But we made that happen. Yeah, and now if our parents were millionaires, I probably you know it'd be different. But it's like everything that we have. And I've dude, doesn't that doesn't doesn't sometimes that make you not want to make a lot of money? Wait, just hear me kids. out. Yeah, because you're like, well, like I didn't grow up super poor or anything like that. Like I always ate. I always had a fucking uh, roof over my head, you know, all that good stuff. But, you know, by no means were we rich or wealthy. And I always think, like, that has a lot to play with my attitude towards life now. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we have kids and maybe we become real rich. Well, no, when we do become uh, wealthy and rich, I got to fucking throw that confidence in there. There you go. Um, <laughs> so guess it's like, how do, we, how do you, you know, you, you want to treat your kids the same way, but obviously the lifestyle is going to be different. Yeah. Solely just because your lifestyle is going to be different. Yeah, I mean, you grew up in fucking trailers. Okay, my kids not gonna grow up in a trailer. Yeah, you know. And uh, I grew up in Vitor, bro. Have some respect. <laughs> was that a trailer? In double wide? No, it was a fucking ranch. Huh? It was a ranch. You don't remember? You don't remember a ranch? A ranch? What the fuck? Like this is a ranch. What we're living in? No, this is a fucking house. Yeah, it's a ranch. It's a one-story long house. It's a ranch. Could you crawl under Vitor? Yeah. It's a crawl space. Yeah, so it's like a, a trailer. It's a ranch. You can't crawl under houses. Yeah, you can. Well, the reason they don't do it out here is because it's all fucking clay. That's why there's no basements and shit. Because it was called, it would take way too much effort and money to fucking dig deep. A ranch? A, a ranch? A ranch. Dude, a ranch is like... No, you're thinking like a fucking... Ranch. Like a ranch. Like, like a fucking ranch. Like cows <laughs> and a fucking farm and fucking... Yeah, like a real fucking barn and shit. Yeah. Nah. A ranch, a house, a ranch. No, it's, <laughs> it's called a house. It's called a fucking house, a stick house, a brick house, whatever the fuck. It's not called a ranch. No one calls houses ranches. Rude. <laughs> Dude, where the fuck Dude, did there's you no get crawl that? Face under, there's no crawl space under this house? No. 
It's a fu- you lay a foundation with cement and you build that. See, bitch. that's that's why people fucking love Arizona is because you can do you can do that here. You're like, okay, this ground's hard enough. Boop boop boop. Foundation house. Here's another fucking development. Like you gotta dig if you do this where fucking there's dirt and it's soft. You gotta lay a foundation. Dude, you had houses you. over in fucking like your new house. That's a house. That ain't a trailer. That's a buy level. That's a house. It's a yeah. It's a house, but it's a buy level. Your old Vitor was like a double wide. No, it's a ranch. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. telling you. It's, <laughs> I mean, it may be the same size as a double wide, but it's it's a ranch. Yeah, but it looked like a manufactured mobile, like like a manufactured home where they didn't build the house there. Does that make sense? No, like, that's how all the houses are built right on that in that yeah, area. But but they like they're all built on they're all built on cinder blocks because of the crawl space. Yeah, but did they bring in the house in chunks or did they build it from frame? See, there's a no, no, no. I, I mean, I don't know. I was like, I was like, not even born for ten years when a house was fucking built. But, um, no, I, I mean, I don't really know. No, because it, it's got it's no, 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 no. It's it's a house. It's a house. Yeah, I get it, but it. Dude, I'm, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Sorry, guys. I don't even know how long we just talked about that for. But I'm sorry, guys. Dude, uh, this is like you blew me out. It's a ranch. There's two types of ranches in this world. There's a house ranch. No, and there's, there's a hidden there's, valley. There's ranch. a ranch. This is a ranch where you got like 20 acres with stuff, and then like you're like, oh, this is the ham ranch. And then there's fucking like cool ranch. All right, let's 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 bring this thing. Maybe back I'm down. fucking wrong, dude. Maybe you're right. Maybe houses are called ranches, and I'm just fucking. We wrong. live in a ranch, but I mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think this is I don't a know. House. They might call it something else out here. No. Hmm. I think you just got fucked up along the way. I might have. <laughs> anyway, so let's go back to this. All right, so we got our fucking kids, and they're and we're wealthy and shit. It's like, like for instance, like my mom always said, like they would never buy us a car. They would never pay for our college. Those two things. Like if you wanted a car, you're gonna get a job and you're gonna pay for it. If you want to go to college, you're gonna fucking try and get a scholarship, and you're gonna go into military. You're gonna do something to pay for it, you know, yeah. and or go to community college and then go to another college. So now it's like. I don't know. Was the same kind of situation for you? My parents were just too broke to pay pay for it. Okay. Now you're in the situation where you have kids and they want to go to college. Would you pay for it? Mm, it depends. Depends, huh? It depends. What's it depend on? Their work ethic. I think there's a way. Like they wouldn't. I be- think there's a way to discipline your kids still. Oh yeah. Where. You could send them this, like it's almost like you could have it where you could front them and then cuz part of being rich is being able to take care of your kids more than what, you know, whatever like more than where you were able to take care of, you know? Like that's I want to well, be able to I give mean, my parent, kids what they want, but I also don't want them to feel like everything in give. life is free. Right. So it's like well, I, that's the thing like they don't see this at the point where we are right now where we're like we're fucking scratching and clawing just to get our fucking, you know, get get to the top of the fucking hill. Yeah. They're going to see the back end of it where they're like, "Oh, like, you know, my dad did pretty well. He's pretty successful." But they have no idea what the fuck we yeah. had to do to get there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the first time I thought that when I realized that I was like, "My dad lived before I was born." I remember I was like in high school and my dad was telling me something. I was like, and then I like it like hit me. I was like, "Oh yeah, you've been alive for like 40 years." Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, like they lived through this." Sh- yeah, like who the fuck knows how our parents were in their, in their yeah. early 20s? Mid twenties, yeah, that'd be pretty cool to like go back, like, party do some back them. to the future. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel like a lot of people that 
like your parents were a little bit older when they had kids. I was my parents are like you well, know not older but I was like a baby. but like they were like you know they were like close to thirty like yeah. you know. So they obviously they were they were like in their fifties, younger fifties when we turned twenty one. Uh, so I always think about like the people that have kids when they're um, eighteen, and then they're only like they're not even forty year old forty years old yet, and they can go out with their kids and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, to think about it on that spectrum, but but I probably won't have a kid till I'm thirty. I hope not. Yeah, probably not. Wait, well, at least twenty nine. <laughs> at least twenty nine. Um, so I got some fucking time, bro. Wanna yeah. make some big things happen. Dude, I really wanna if I can buy a bow, dude. A boat? A bow. Yo, Ham's been trying to buy a boat, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, for a while, a dude. That's I really like that's one of my goals this year is to be able to fucking in September bring down the fucking deer or an elk and have a lot of meat for like the next however long it lasts me. Just go fucking hunting. Yeah. We can set up a bow thing here in the backyard. This is pretty cool. No, I'm going to. I'm going to set up a bow thing. Once I get once I'm buying with my tax returns, I'm buying a fucking bow. It's going to happen. I'm going to kill you with it. That's a promise. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, dude. (laughs) You heard it here first. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I wouldn't do that. I feel like there was something I wanted to talk about. But now I can't think about it. You ever see the video? There was a guy. uh, See, like shit like this we should share on our page once we can. But there's a, a, I don't know how real it is, but there was a competition like – the most talent. What do they call this? The, the, the Americans the, most talented. Yeah, yeah. But there was one. Like there was one. There was one in, in Britain, and it was a Britain's guy. got talent. Yeah, Britain's got talent, and there was a guy that had a bow and arrow, and he was going to fucking shoot it off a guy's, uh, or shoot an apple off of his head with it, and he fucking pulls it up, fucking gets ready to take it, takes a shot, puts it right in between the fucking guy's two eyes, and the guy just fucking drops, and the judges are like, like just like. Don't even know what to fucking do. They're like covering their mouth and shit like that. I don't know how real it is, but I suggest checking it out. <laughs> I like to imagine it's real. Just well, I like for my own imagination. I like to imagine it's real. Yeah. It's pretty. It looks pretty. Well, real. if we had someone who lived around here that wanted to run the computers while we did this, they could do it for us. Yeah, one day we're working on it. Yeah. Well, our schedule's really fucking fucked up right now, so it's hard for us to like try to plan when the episodes are coming out. But we're 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 doing what we can. So. Yeah, we are. We are. We're making um, things happen. So, still a lot of other things we got to do. Shirts. Yeah, we're trying to get the merch size thing rolling. Trying to get the funds right so we can start investing more money in this so we can get the fans what they want and what yeah. they need. Um, we want to get a clothing line. Well, like a like clothing, yeah, clothing brand. Yeah, kind of, yeah. A little you bit. know, a little fitness brand. We want to get some fitness videos back up. Uh, but it's Which is crazy it. because we're like really deep in fitness now. But it's... <laughs> so don't it changes die. once it becomes your profession, though, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it has. That's true. You feel like your working outs change? My workouts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Well, the, the, the biggest thing that I found out after training people for a month is that when we're in the gym, no matter how long we go for, we all like to neglect certain things. And we like to only do the things we're good at and neglect the things we're bad at. Yeah, and that's, just, that's and life, as soon too. As, and as soon as you fucking expose those fucking things, it's like holy shit but then it's like you can either you expose them and you can get better at them or you can just continue to neglect them yeah. but that shit's never gonna fucking change you're right it is just like life it's life too cause everybody always wants to make a comfort based decision instead of taking the rocky road mm-hmm. but the rocky road usually has the bigger reward usually yeah and no IEDs yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean there might be no yeah. so 
No, because when they put IEDs out there, they you, so they oh, talk, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they so they taught just for everybody's of approach. Let, yeah, little avenue of approach, a little military tactic is that if there's two paths you can take and one's a really easy and you're in a foreign country and there's a really easy way and there's a really hard way, go the really hard way because they know man is naturally lazy and that's like a concept where they would place like a lot of bombs or ambushes because they know you're going to go to the easy way. So yeah. go the hard way, people. Yeah, push against the grain. Dude, we got to get quotes. Shirts with quotes. We're getting a flag too. Fuck avenue of approach. Fuck avenue of approach. I'm fucking fired up, dude. I don't even know why. Daddy, let's go work out again. Fucking on one. Good. Yo, Ken Diamond, where you at? Yeah, Ken. Yeah, Ken. I'd be hoping you enjoying this one. <laughs> oh, man. What a good you... time. Let's see. Dude, honestly, whoever listens to this kind of stuff, can you guys, like, just shoot us, like, maybe a message or or just give us some feedback if you, if you, if you have some honest feedback about what we're doing here because we want constructive criticism ourselves yeah if you want to talk shit too that's fine yeah no we actually kind of want some haters like be an open hater about us you'll be our new favorite fan yeah someone's like oh you I don't say we're gonna get fake ass accounts fucking commenting on our shit i'm all about it i'd laugh i'd cry mm-hmm. i might quit nah just like that i don't quit dude we don't ever quit we're almost done i know i know we're pushing it I don't want to feel like we're like, we need to have some more guests. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna start kicking it with the guests. So we got Wednesdays off. So for the future, we we're still gonna try and put episodes up on a weekend. But you can almost be sure that we're gonna have one up at least every Wednesday. Yeah. Um, right now we're being. working like six days a week, and it's pretty much probably around like fifty hour weeks. So they're like it's between the podcast and doing the you know living life and taking care of any errands. It's, it's it's been it's been tight, it's been real tight. That's all right, bro. Yeah, we did it. I know. Let's keep fucking marching on, bro. All right. To um, all my people out there, keep marching on. Shit's getting tough. Shit doesn't seem like it's going your way. Eventually, shit's gonna turn. Just gotta keep fucking driving, driving, and driving, and you'll get somewhere. Just don't sit there and wait for something to happen because it's not going to. You have mm-hmm. to be proactive about shit. Mm-hmm. Not reactive. Once you react, it's too late. Sucks to suck, nerd. All right. Episode fucking 35. Life as we know a podcast. Jacob Ham, Patrick Solomon. Like, share, subscribe. I know I don't do it on the Twitter very much, but there is a Twitter fucking handle. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Google Play, iTunes. Everything you fucking need to listen to this shit. Hit us up. So like, share, do what you got to do. I love you guys. Oh, I guess I gotta go press stop for streaming. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. And it is over.